What's up, Internet? You're tuning in episode 101 of Nintendo Noise, Slipscreen Games Weekly Nintendo Podcast. I'm your host, Pete and Bessie, joined again by my very good friend and co-host, Mr. Chewy Plays. Yo, welcome back, bud. Two weeks in a row. I'm feeling very privileged here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's good times. It's good times over here on Nintendo Noise. I'm I'm happy. I'm I'm glad you're here to uh to bring in the uh Pikmin 4 season with me. Of course, uh this past week we got the long, long awaited fourth installment in uh in the Pikmin franchise. Uh both Chewie and I have been playing it. We've both been enjoying it, and I am so glad to have you uh here to chat with me today, bud. Yeah, you could you could use a break at this point. I mean, you lasted longer than me, right? Because I mean, I think I put about a hundred and ten, hundred and twenty into uh, Breath of the Wild, or uh, Tears of the Kingdom so far. But I took a break from that to play Final Fantasy sixteen, which I've now taken a break from that to play Pikmin four. So I got I got a Russian nesting doll my way back out to Tears of the Kingdom, but. But I, I, I'm I'm stoked. I'm stoked to talk about this one. Uh, so I I, I want to just kind of kick things off, I guess, with because it's like it's Pikmin. I wouldn't say that it's a, a game that's like very spoiler heavy, but I think we're going to keep it, you know, general top level impressions. We're going to answer some of your questions at the front. We'll break for, uh, you know, the Patreon and the plugs and all that stuff. And then when we come back on the back half, we'll go deeper. So if you want to go in fresh, you don't want to know specifics about abilities and some of that stuff, you know, you'll you'll have your out at that point. But I want to start with, I guess, you, Chewie, with what is your legacy with Pikmin thus far, and how far into Pikmin 4 are you now? <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, are you kidding me?
You should. <laughs> I appreciate the, the, the IP loyalty there. It's it's so funny to me that that's like such a core part of your Pikmin experience because I never I never played the multiplayer before. <laughs> this is what we need out of Pikmin. So, and then how far into four are you? Okay. Do you know how many days in you are roughly? Okay. Yeah. It's interesting. It feels like this game is like very centered on progression in a way that the others weren't. And not to say that you didn't progress, right? But it was like you'd collect treasure and it would advance the story. It wasn't like your character wasn't growing, like the world wasn't reacting to your actions, really, aside from the treasure being gone. And I feel like you see that a lot more in this one where it is like you're you're leveling up your character, you're expanding the base, you're finding new NPCs, like there is a uh, the game feels more like linear almost in that way, but but I think it is so based on like you feeling like you're progressing through the world rather than it being, you know, that almost like um, roguelike experience of the originals where it is kind of just like each day is in a blank slate, you know. Yes. Yeah, failure was a real option in that game in a way that I feel like it's not anymore. No. Yeah. really really like the lighting is is so so nice you know like it, it's uh it's got a pretty captivating look to it
Yeah, it's like I, I feel like the like popular fan theory has always been that it's like it's a post-apocalyptic Earth, right? And it's like it feels like that's more uh, confirmed than ever, right? With like what we see in in kind of like the, I mean, I've already found another area that was like indoors, but I mean, like the opening of the game, right, where you you play as Olimar briefly, um, is like takes place inside a house, you know, and it is so interesting to yeah Yeah. <laughs> sure. It's it's cool to see them expand that um that aspect of of the world, you know, cuz like obviously like Pikmin is not a game that's really about story or lore or anything like that, even though like it has a story. Right. And like there are, you know, planets and players and things that we're familiar with, like over the course of the series, but yeah, to like see them uh, teach us a little bit more about the world and like peel that layer back. And um, cause like it's only raised more questions for me than answers. Cause it's like, why are like, there's it feels post-apocalyptic because everyone's gone, right? Like, there's just no people. But, like, nothing seems destroyed either or decayed or, like, old. Or... So it's like, what's going on? You know? Like, it's it's very interesting. Sure. That's cool. I haven't gotten there yet. I'm excited about that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Let's um let's talk about the main character. Like is that's that's another new thing, right? Um we've we've always played an existing character prior to this and you know having um the like ability to like have that full control is obviously something new and it's something that they really didn't like reveal or talk about until kind of like the most recent like the last big trailer before the game came out. Um Yeah. It's interesting. Like it's it's an interesting choice. Um and it's it's like one that I I'm certainly like into cuz I feel like and I don't, I don't know how you feel about this, but I feel like every main character after Olimar and Louis has kind of felt like less memorable to me. 
like I don't really remember the names of the characters from Pikmin 3 if I'm honest um so like the idea of like letting you kind of you know if you want to make your own character like you want to have your own like stand in whatever right like that felt like a, a fun choice that worked for me Yeah. Yeah. You want that self insert. Yeah. Yeah, which I, I didn't realize at the time, but um, I've got like somebody else's B-roll up that I found on YouTube and I like whatever suit you pick is the suit is the color of the suit that everyone's wearing, which I think is funny. Like everyone in the crew is matching. Um, changes the color of your ship, too. That's cool. I forget the name of their planet all the time. I I don't I can't remember. Yeah. I like um I like the way that they handled it too because it's like everything's gender neutral, so like you pick the body type that you want and then you pick the face that you want and then you know like you said like and then all the character like is is referred to with uh like they them pronouns so it's like I I appreciate when that's I think like a, a trend I've noticed in in a couple of Nintendo's more recent titles right like Animal Crossing handled it that way and. uh it's obviously not like the most revolutionary thing in the world. Um, but with Nintendo, like I feel, I guess inclined to like call out when I see them, like make moves like that, where I'm like, Oh cool. Like that feels, or like the fact that you can like map shortcuts. I'm like, wow. Like that's pretty, look at you. Nintendo, look at me. Like, look, look at you. Let me make choices. Like, wow. Appreciate that. Yeah, like your pack. It's like, how the fuck do I get to my items? Like, <laughs> it's like so, it feels way overcomplicated for sure.
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was like, I was like, oh, amazing. Thank you. <laughs> easy, easy decisions. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I feel like the quality of life stuff overall is is one of the things that stands out to me the most in terms of comparing it to other Pikmin titles, you know? Because, um, like, I, I don't, you know, I, I feel like if you, if you listen to the show, like, you've probably heard me talk about my history with Pikmin. I've played them all. I've enjoyed them all. Um, I like Pikmin a lot, you know? I think... It's interesting where I like the time pressure and kind of the difficulty of the earlier titles, but I definitely see why that's like alienating and, and kind of intimidating to some folks. And this game, I think, feels very much in line with kind of that trend we've seen on Switch of like, okay, this is the entry that's like the most accessible one. And it's the, the one that's gonna, you know, bring in new fans and make it like a bestseller and like, you know, kind of giving it like the three houses treatment of like, so you've been like looking over the fence at Pikmin for the last three console generations. You want to try it? Like, why did you come in and give it a go? You know? Oh, for sure. And I like that. It, I don't think they've made it so easy that there's no threat, but it's definitely more. I mean, even the fact that like, if you make a mistake like that, you can rewind time now. Like, that makes it so much more forgiving, right? Like, I had a situation last night when I was playing where I actually took advantage of it for the first time because I was, like, trying to solve this puzzle where I was like, I don't actually have enough Pikmin to do this, but I think I can figure this out. And I was, like, fussing around trying to, like, do a thing and was like, I haven't accomplished anything and the day's half over. I'm going to rewind to when I landed and take the learnings of, of what I just did and actually use this day for something, you know, which like in the, in, you know, the previous titles would have just been like, well, waste of a day. Oh, well. So that's kind of cool. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, that's so rough. <laughs> I had the <laughs> my uh the the worst instance I've had of that so far is uh you know like the underground mi missions. So I was doing one of those and there's like that one enemy type where it's like a circular rock. And then when you attack it, it goes up and it falls. And like the first time I fought one, it just like crushed like 15 Pikmin. I was like, oh my God, it's a bloodbath. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, good to know. <laughs> It's so brutal. It's so funny. So uh, Sarah was watching me play, um, I guess, on the day that I booted it up or whatever. And she was like, oh, no. Like, I think she watched that happen. She was like, 
if they die, they're they're dead forever. And I was like, yeah, like it's you can grow more of them, but once they're dead, they're dead. And she was like, Jesus, that's brutal for like you know, for a Nintendo game. That's pretty. That's pretty hardcore. Like, <laughs> their souls escape. You see their soul, like you know. definitely true it's definitely true it's like hey let's show up and exploit these helpful little plant guys it's like yeah no we would die here without your help so we're just gonna send wave after wave of you to your death so so messed up but this the not that specific thread we're gonna put a pin in the ethical treatment of pikmin for now but uh the the comparison to other titles has a question from the question block i want to pull in uh, Snackigo, one of our Patreon producers, wrote in and said, from your experience so far, is this the Pikmin game to play if you've never played Pikmin before? I think it's an interesting question. I'm inclined to say yes, I think, because I, I mean, jury's out, right? Like, I haven't played enough of the game to say how I feel about it overall. But I think for me, uh, two is is my favorite overall i i like three quite a bit but um two feels like the one where they cemented the formula and three feels like the one where like let's blow it up and try new stuff and i think that worked in a lot of ways and in some ways it you know less so this one feels like kind of the two to three's one for me where it's like okay like you've evolved what the formula is and it's it's a different kind of game now but it's still really fun, and I think the core uh, mechanics and like ideology of Pikmin that made it so attractive to me in the first place definitely is still there in 4, but there are these quality of life changes that make it a little more user-friendly, and I think a lot of people, like several people in our Discord who were talking about, oh, like I'm excited for 4, I kind of want to try it, but I've never played the others. Time games stress me out, right? Multiple people on our Discord said that. I was talking to a friend of mine over the weekend about it, and he's like, oh, I always wanted to try it, but the time limit thing always really kind of scared me away. I think this is the game where, like, if that felt intimidating to you, they've sanded off those rough edges enough where you'll be able to get into it and and not have that anxiety. And it tutorializes things a lot more in the beginning. Right. Where like I I had a moment where I think if you're a longtime Pikmin player like us, like I don't know if you felt this way, but about an hour or so in, I was like, can you can you let me off the leash already? Like because in the Olimar section, it they kind of just give you everything. And it's like, all right, like these are this is how the game works. And then they strip you of all your powers and do the Metroid thing. And they're like, now we're going to slowly teach you everything and give it to you back and introduce some of the new stuff. And it's like okay, whatever, like, let me go. Once I got past that and it kind of started letting me dictate what I was doing, I was, like, all in, you know, for sure. But I think if you are someone who's never played one of these games before and you're intimidated and looking to get your feet wet, it eases you into it really, really well, I think. And it, I think it breaks down, like, what the core mechanics are in a way that's very, very simple to understand and as you play, you'll recognize kind of 
you know, the nuance and like where there's room for your creativity and kind of like, what's that, that word that they keep using? Um, what is it? Uh, Dandori. Right. And it's like, it's this Japanese principle of like doing things efficiently. Right. And like, like, like taking in the totality of a situation and then like making good use of your time uh, and like, achieving things in in a in the right order so that you're the most efficient and the most like equitable with your time and like that's the whole core of pikmin right is like it's the opposite of persona 5 royal right don't take your time like be very judicious with your time Interesting. Did she say what about it clicked more? No. I was playing the game for a long time before I actually realized how to play it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and I think it's it is just less punishing overall, which I think you know, like like the fact that enemies don't respond like makes it, it encourages you to explore more because it's less of a risk to do so, right? Like I I It comes back to that sense of progression. Ochi. Ochi's the best. I love Ochi. <laughs> Yo, he, he is like a top tier addition. That was a thing where I was like, oh, that's like interesting. Like, I wonder what, like, how's that going to like, slot into the existing mechanics and like it's a really nice extension like the way that it, it it um impacts traversal and like it makes the levels like more vertical which is cool and like it allows you to like ferry pikmin through water and stuff and like 
it's just like it opens up all these different like strategy options that were things you just wouldn't do previously right like it's like oh you can't get red pikmin across water right so like you don't whereas now there can be a body of water that you cross and then you find an enemy on the other side that uses fire and you're like oh shoot like there's this other like puzzle piece for me to use in like the broader world you know Yeah. Yeah, uh, particularly like Pikmin's the type of game that I do like to 100% because it's like it's not that long of an experience. So like I, I do kind of want to like see everything that there is to see. I want to uncover the secrets and get all the treasure and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so um, you mentioned the demo, right? And that it, it helped win your friend over. I want to pull in a question here from the question block. This one comes from Arciella who wrote in and said, does the demo do well enough, uh, do a well enough job to sell you on it? Like, is it a proper representation of the rest of the game? So you played the demo, right? Because I didn't. This was like a day one purchase for me either way. So I didn't bother with it. Where does the demo leave off? And do you think it gives enough of a taste for folks who are on the fence? Okay, that's a lot. Yeah, I, I realize I, I think I forgot to say this at the top, how far I in I am. I'm I think maybe like five ish hours behind you if you're 15 in or whatever you said like. 
Okay, so yeah, I'm I'm a couple hours behind you because like I am I think 79% of the way through the first area and about 50 on the second. So like, you know, I I'm I think deeper than the beginning, but not not much. Like I, I'm I I think I've uncovered most of the new mechanics. The only thing I haven't done that I is like brand new is the uh, I haven't gotten any of the night missions yet, which I know you said you you had already experienced. So. Um, that's another one that, like, you know, I guess I'm coming up on. Excited for them. Ghost Pikmin. Glow Pikmin? <laughs> that's, like, a wild thing to me as, like, you know, like, a, a longtime fan of, like, holy shit, what? Like, we're going out at night? Like, that's always been the thing in Pikmin is that the planet is like hellish at night and you cannot be on the surface or your ass is grass. <laughs> yeah, I remember the name, but I don't the the I'm not placing it right now. That's funny. Yeah, that's cool. Like, what? <laughs> I've been conditioned to think that night is danger. Yeah, you should definitely go play the demo, it sounds like, um, if you're on the fence, Arciella. Yeah. It's like, the it's what you need to refuel your ship. Yeah. Yeah, that that'll definitely be enough to give you a sense of if it's for you. Um the first the first area is where they really let you off the leash and like 
like I talked about, that's kind of where the game opens up, and that's where it really was clicking for me. So I think you'll understand if it's for you at that point. Um, uh, talking more on the uh, the value prop of it, I guess, of like selling people on it, uh, Left Eye Lazy wrote in and said, is it worth $60 in this summer video game economy? Good question. You know, I, I, I think um, we just last week, right, we talked about the question of like, is this the best year ever for Nintendo Switch? And I think arguably this is like going to be a contender for one of the best years for video games ever, right? So the idea. Yeah, yeah, uh, like it's it is. I think it's a pretty a pretty strong contender. So the idea that like this game could get lost in the shuffle in that way, right? I think is it's understandable why you'd ask that question, Murph. I would say it is. I think Pikmin is a really great series. I think it's definitely underrated. And I think if you are into like RTS management, you know, um, any of the stuff that we've been talking about, like it, you owe it to yourself to give it a shot. I think because it is, uh, a really great example of those genres. And it is also very totally unique within those genres. Cause it is absolutely an RTS management resource management game, but it's not anything like, you know, Starcraft or like a tycoon game, or it's like, it's some it's on that spectrum. It's a very weird place in between and there's no other game like it, you know? So I think, if you're curious, I would say you owe it to yourself to, to give it a shot. And, you know, you throw out the $60. Don't forget the game voucher system, right, on, on Switch, right? Like, that is a thing you can still, I think, go pop off. And, you know, I, I'd say roll the dice on it. And then if you're not sure, there's the demo, right? Like we said, that will get you far enough that I think you'll be able to see if Pikmin's, you know, particular flavor speaks to your palate. Yeah. Because my, my understanding is I think you can complete the main game in under 15 hours, roughly. It's like what I've heard. Which I think is another nice thing about it, right? Is like if you are kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, looking for another game to play, like, as like a either you beat Tears of the Kingdom and you need something else, or you're in the middle of Tears of the Kingdom and you kind of need a palate cleanser, it's a perfect game for that. <laughs> I love that call out. <laughs> so, uh we're we're going to move into our kind of deep dive conversation and get through the rest of the new features and some of the more like spoiler heavy stuff, I I guess again, right? Like it's it's Pikmin. None of it's really a spoiler. You you're safe. Stick around and hang out. Um but I I want to just kind of answer one question I guess before we move into the plugs, which is 
where, where, where are you at right now? Right. Obviously both of us are still pretty early in the game. We, we have a ways to go, but like, what are you leaning towards right now? If you had to put, put a grade on it, how's it stacking up towards the rest of the stuff you played this year? Yeah. We're just like so many other games right now fighting for our, our attention. just too many of them too like it's the menu system is kind of confusing because it's like the old games had like no menus and now there's like a ton of them and it's like why why do they cascade the way that they do like it's it's just a little bit much that's why that shortcut system is so important but like you shouldn't need a shortcut system to get in your bag you know Yeah, I wish I had like more control over it, you know? Like like I I the auto lock of it is fine, but I wish that it was easier to like lock onto items the way you can lock onto enemies. You know? yeah i'd say i'm sitting in a pretty similar range like it's it's definitely in that upper echelon um for me and and i think 
obviously I'm I'm uh, like I said I'm a Pikmin fan like I've been looking forward to this game so I, I'm excited for a new Pikmin but I I think in general like it feels like the perfect game for the moment for me for the reasons that we were just talking about where like I've played a lot of games this year and most of them have been these really like you know kind of like titanic experiences that are like I spent a hundred hours in Tears of the Kingdom Plus right I I, I spent. 40 plus hours in Final Fantasy already, right? And it's like this being something that is lower stakes and and more bite-sized and and not that it's not a game that like I sat and played it for 4 hours last night, 3 or 4 hours last night, right? But you know, uh today, right? Like I was getting ready to go my my band's in the studio right now, everybody. Long friend time friend, go check us out. Um and I had, I woke up early because I was excited and I had a, a, like a half hour to kill while I was waiting to go meet up with, with my, my bandmates. And I was like, half hour is quite a bit of time in Pikmin, you know? So it's like happy to jump in there. And it, it has that like, um, that, that quality that I feel like we always identify in like the best Switch games of like, it's a game that's easy to play for 15 minutes. It's a game that's easy to play for five hours in a row, you know? and I feel like there's a lot of replayability in it between like speed running and, and like getting to that kind of like, like learning to optimize and and get the most out of your, your units and like how you're, you're splitting up your, your groups and stuff like that. So it's like, if you just want a nice, like easy weekend game that you're going to like, you know, no life play and, and devour it and get through it in two days. It's great for that. If it's like a a a, a slump buster you want to play in a week and get a palate cleanser and move on to the next thing, I think that's cool too. Or I think it's a great candidate for a game that like becomes that kind of evergreen thing where you're like, yeah, I'll do another run. I'll do another run. I'll do another run. Um, I love Pikmin for that, you know? So like, I think it's well worth your time. I think it's well worth your money. I, you know, am, have been an evangelist for this series since the GameCube. Um, I hope you'll give it your time. I hope you'll check it out. And, you know, if if our excitement and enthusiasm for it, like, has you at all interested, go check out the demo, you know? You might finish it before you even leave. <laughs> Nice. So we're going to talk a little bit more about the game in just a second here, but let me remind you that this episode of Nintendo Noise is brought to you by our Patreon producers for the month of July. They are, of course, Arnold J. Rimmer, Christopher Valenz, Earth Visitor, Gabriel Hasselmeyer, a.k.a. Asobi, Snackago, Ty the Dude, and Wakahula. Thank you all so much for your support over on Patreon.com slash Games. Y'all the reals to the real, and we greatly appreciate your support of this and all of our sister shows. If you want to write in and let us know what you think, about Pikmin 4, or hit us with your questions about this or any other episode of any of our shows. Guess what? There's a bunch of ways you can do that. Head over to flipscreen.games. That's our website. You'll find links to the Discord, our email address, our Patreon. If you want to go show your support, get your name right on the air, get the show early, a bunch of other perks and goodies. However, you want to write in, get involved, or show your support, 
flipscreen.games is the best way for you to do it. Go head over there and click on some shit. All right, let's, we're back. Uh, so we got a write-in here from one of, one of our Patreon producers, one Earth visitor who wrote in and said, would love a deep dive of your thoughts now that you've played. I'm on the fence. So I want to take it back to that, right? Because every person who wrote in today expressed interest in the game and is not sure if they're ready to pull the trigger. My question for you, Chewie, as somebody who is a Pikmin fan, like, what would you say to sell someone on the game? You feel like you're days away from death, you know? so funny Give you side quests. It's it's weird to me how well they've made or not made, I guess I should say, like, how well they've ex extended and added to the gameplay loop? Because that's something I always would have said was, was good about Pikmin already, was that it had a strong gameplay loop, and it's just, like, the base camp and the, like, inherent sense of progression that's baked into the game between, like, getting those new items, leveling up Ochi um unlocking the new npcs and everything like it just feels so much more alive and i don't think that that's like an inherently good versus bad thing i think it's that like like especially one and two right like you have this sense of like you're isolated right like you've crash landed on this planet you're alone with your thoughts and you're trying to survive and like that you know, then the next one, it's the same thing, but there's one person with you. And then the next time it's a crew, right? Okay, sure. This does feel way different, right? Like it does feel way more like your character in particular anyway, right? Like has a handle on things. And it's like, yeah, it's an uphill battle because like there's people that are lost that we need to go find. Like we need to fix the ship, right? Like it's not like you're in this perfect position, but like 
the fact that like food isn't a thing in this game and like every other game it, it, finding food so you have enough rations to not starve to death was a main mechanic like that i think really speaks to how the focus has shifted to it's less about like maintaining the machine long enough to like keep like keep the run going and it's more about like that kind of natural like RPG-esque progression of your character, right? Of like building out your skill tree and being rewarded for, well, if I go explore and I find someone or I, you know, I find this raw material, I'll be able to buy that new item that I wanted. I'll be able to get that upgrade for Ochi. I'll be able to, you know, do this thing I've been working towards and have a sense that every run has purpose in the way that like, Again, literally, you had that in the old games because you're finding treasure, which is your main objective, or you're finding food to keep you alive. So obviously, like, each run had a sense of, I did something, and I needed to do something to keep the game moving. But in this, I, 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 I do kind of like that change of, like, now that you don't have the time limit, that you don't have that food pressure you are kind of a little bit like if you have a day where all you do is walk around the map and like scope things out for your next run, like that's kind of okay. Like you can take things at a slightly different pace and you can focus on different things. And I think it's pretty sick that like across the four main entries in the game, right. That like aside from one and two, which are, you know, I think very similar each game kind of has, you know, its own, flow and its own like set of objectives and ways that you deal with problems and the ways that you progress and like i like that you know somebody wrote in um a couple of weeks ago and um was was like asking if it was worth going back to play one and two now that four is coming out and like i think this is one of those series where like it is kind of worth playing each one because they're so different they really do have their own identity Yeah. Save their company. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about that. So, like, that that whole side story and everything, right, that's emerged now is is couched in this, like, new, other new gameplay uh, thing, the Dandori Battles, which, is that like the multiplayer that you used to play back in the day? Is that...
that's funny. Yeah, it it is weird that it does that. <laughs> How do you feel about these Dandori battles? I really like them. Like I, I, I think it it speaks to like what we're talking about. Where I appreciate that this game is like trying to shake things up. And, like, this feels like a really meaningful change to have, like, a sub-game mode that, like, ties into your overall objectives rather than just being, like, what you do is explore an overworld map and find shit, right? Like, that's always been the core loop. And this is, like, a really fun, creative way to take the mechanics that we know and recontextualize them in, like, a way different type of game mode and, like, something that feels, like, almost, like, almost like splatoon to me in a way like that it is this like objective based like arena head-to-head -head thing it's like it's so different and it fits in though like it doesn't stick out it doesn't feel like a weird thing the only gripe i have with it is that you can only do them once like i wish you could go back and do them again the way you do with like you can go and run the underground levels again and like find the same you know oh there's pikmin down here there's this there's that like you can you know, I would love to just be able to do this every time I spawn because it's fun. Oh, cool. Okay. I've saved two of them so far, but I haven't woken any of them up. <laughs> Same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did the three flame one uh, as well. That was, I think, the first, the second type that you just described where it was, like, not the head-to-head. -head. Um, really fun. Challenging. Really fun. I was so bummed because I was, like, three points away from a platinum medal, and I was like, damn, like, and it's so annoying that you can't be, like, retry. Like, let me, let me go again because I was like, oh, I could definitely do it again, it, like, if I got another shot at it, but alas, you know?
Yeah. I've got two so far. So. Okay. That's what I got. I got to go do that tonight now. That's up. So I'm going to start that right after we get off here. <laughs> Very nice. One guy's like a treasure hunter. One guy's a botanist. Yeah. I can't remember. It was, it's like something of advancement or something like that. I think it's something like that, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I found um I found a Game Boy Micro and uh, a cartridge as well, but that was cool. I'm wondering what other consoles we'll find. <laughs> Yeah. It's just like it it adds to the loop in a meaningful way because it just breaks things up, right? Like it's not the next thing to do isn't always just another day, right? Like you can go to the base, you can upgrade, you can work on a side quest, you can, you know, go do a Dandori battle. Like I, I really like that. I, that's something that I think I don't know that I realized maybe that Pikmin needed that. And it that feels like the most meaningful innovation that they have here is just kind of like tweaking the formula in a way to deepen it without taking away from what made it work in the first place, which is like not an easy thing to balance for sure. And yeah. Like every system feeds into the other really well. That's a good point. Yeah. I'm really pleased with this game. You know, like uh, this being a game I've been waiting for, for so long now, I feel like it stuck the landing and it's a game I could easily see being on my top 10 at the end of the year. Um, I mean, it's a tough year, so it's, it's got some stiff competition, but you know, I, I really love this franchise and I'm glad to see it get another at bat. Cause this could have easily been like, you know, gone the way of like star Fox or F zero, any of the other redheaded stepchildren of the Nintendo portfolio that don't get enough at bats to like become a thing. So I, ho I hope you'll go take a shot on it. I, I really think Pikmin is like a, a special IP that deserves a little bit more attention. And, and I think another kind of critical look from the fan base, if you're one of those people like everybody who wrote in, who has the interest but has never taken the plunge, like it's it's a great franchise that has a really unique sense of style, gameplay and, and aesthetic and, it, it, it's got so much going for it. I, I think if more people gave it a shot, they would realize how much it has to offer.
Yeah, right? What a novel fucking concept, Nintendo. And it's actually worth doing that. It's a smart game to do that for. Agreed. Any final thoughts, Chewy? That's true. Yeah, let's talk about the Ice Pikmin a little bit. Um... I haven't gotten to the glow ones yet, but I like the ice Pikmin and I appreciate how quickly you get access to them. Yeah, it's it's like it's interesting to me because it it kind of reminds me of how purple Pikmin felt in two where it's like damn like these guys are really strong but it's like they're you can't at least yeah i don't have an onion right for them so it's like okay like they are kind of op but like using them feels like a risk because you need them to solve certain puzzles so it's like you don't want to necessarily go throw them into every battle you know like i had to farm them to have enough to like solve some of the puzzles that i have encountered so i was like you know, I don't really want to carry him around if for no reason, you know? So it's like, I I'm I'm with you there where I'm like, eh, this is like maybe a little busted, but at least they're not so abundant that you can just be like, yeah, I'll just run with 30 of them and roll over everybody, right? Yes, that's the thing I was doing where I had to rewind time. I still haven't figured it out. <laughs> Damn, I got to go back and futz around with it because I only went to the second one because I was like, surely I must have to move forward before I can do this. And it's like, oh. Uh, okay. I need a, it's a Poochie upgrade, huh? Okay. All right. I see what you're saying. Well, there you go. Yeah. Kind of like metagame it. Yeah.
sure. <laughs> I want to sweat. Ooh, see, that's that's great. Like, I love that it's yet another thing that breaks it up and does something else. That's great. They're beefed up. They didn't talk about any other new ones, so. Do we know if all the old ones are coming back? Okay. I f yeah, I feel like white ones weren't in that one either, right? I think it was just the pink ones. Yeah. Rock. That was the other one. They were in three. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, purple and white were two. Wings and rock were three. And then now I guess they're all in four, maybe. That would be sick. Very about it. Well, all right. I think we'll leave it there for today. If you guys want to write in and let us know how you're getting on with Pikmin 4, or if we sold you on the game and you went and checked it out, make sure you write in and let us know. Of course, there's a bunch of ways you can do that. Head over to flipscreen.games. That is our website where you will find links to all the places we are all over the web. You can find our sister shows. You can join our Discord. You can go and support us on Patreon where you can get the show early, get all kinds of other perks and goodies, however you choose to get involved. We thank you for tuning in to another episode. For the crew, Pete been chewy next week adventuring